Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Taron and Nyreem Armstrong. play both sides. To straddle the fence is to say no to the Lord. Having one foot in the world and one foot in church is saying no to God. You can't have it all. The world has lied to you. To be with the Lord, you got to give up the world. You have to hate it. We live in it, but we are not of it. The Lord or the world. It's hard to completely say no to the world. Your flesh calls out to be satisfied by the pleasures the world has to offer. When you have one foot in the world and one foot trying to live for the Lord, you will fail. As Pastor Taran shares in today's message, you must have both feet firmly in the Word, not the world. Now let's join Pastor Taran and Nyreen for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue today's message, Acting Out of Rebellion, or surrendering. So what must I do to go to heaven? Admit you are a sinner and cannot save yourself. As it is written, no one is righteous, no not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. Romans 3, 10 and 11. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as your sin bearer, the one who God punished in your place. So we will be seen in his eyes, the righteousness of Jesus Christ. The price we could not pay for the debt that we owed. Confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth one confesses and is saved. It's very simple. The Lord gave us an ABC recipe for salvation, but we make it difficult. We go, "Eh, can't be that easy. Can't be that easy. It's impossible. No. It's got to be something. I have to do something. I have to give something. I have to be something. When somebody gives you a gift, what do you do with it? You accept it. You open it. You enjoy it. (laughs) It's a gift of salvation. A free gift. What sins does God not forgive? Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 and 32 says, Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people. But the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. 
And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Refusing the Holy Spirit, refusing the free gift of salvation, and dying, that was the unforgivable sin. You can't come back after that. If you refuse Jesus Christ, you cannot accept him after you're dead. That's why we have this life right now, why we are living right now, today. Today is the day of salvation. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, please, I beg of you, I implore you to get to know the Lord. Open up his book. Read. Learn. See what he has done for you. This is not just a fairy tale. But a lot of people want to know how much sin can I do and still go to heaven? You know, because I'm kind of like saved, but you know, I want to, how much can I get away with? <laughs> That's the human thinking. Romans chapter 6 verse 15 says, what then? Are we to sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. And Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We're not to say, okay, I'm saved, and let me go out there and do whatever I want because I'm good, I'm saved. I, I had that thinking when I was out there in the world. There were dangerous circumstances, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm saved, I'm good, but I'm out there doing my dirt. And when out there doing that, we are making a mockery of our salvation. If I would have perished out there at that time, I would have been saved, but I would have been so shamed because I did nothing with the gift that the Lord gave me. My, there was no fruit, no fruit, you know? It's like, okay, it's like sliding into, into heaven and putting the flames out on the back of my jacket, okay? I was, would be saved from the flames of hell, pretty much. In James three thirteen through 18, it says, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. John 17 verse 14 says, I have given them your word. 
And the word has hated them. The world has hated them. Because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. The world hates you because it hated Jesus first. The world, Satan tried to stop Jesus' birth from thousands of years ago. He's tried to stop the Jewish bloodline. He tried to stop. He didn't know when things were going to happen, but he attacked everyone in order to try and stop the lines. He couldn't do it. Then, when Jesus was born, he's the Messiah. He says, I know what I'll do. I'll kill him. Not knowing he was playing right into God's hand and into God's plan. Satan is short-sighted and does not see the end from the beginning as God does. He's not all-knowing. He can only be in one place at one time. Jesus is much stronger. No one is stronger than the Lord. So we cannot play both sides. To straddle the fence is to say no to the Lord. Having one foot in the world and one foot in church is saying no to God. You can't have it all. The world has lied to you. To be with the Lord, you got to give up the world. You have to hate it. We live in it, but we are not of it. The Lord or the world. In 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul tells us that he was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep him from becoming conceited. He does not elaborate on what that thorn was, but he states he pleaded with the Lord to remove it. According to Pastor Tony Evans, that my wife used earlier, a thorn is something or someone that painfully nags or irritates one's humanity on a continuous basis. If God gives you a thorn in the flesh, you can be certain that it's for your good and because he loves you. Such a thing is intended to unveil anything in your life, an actual or potential sin, that is not in sync with God's kingdom agenda. Your self-sufficient attitude stands in the way. He wants you to see him as your all-sufficient God. tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.